Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You're listening to Comedy Central. From New York City, the only city in America, it's the show that invented news. This is The Daily Show with your host, Al Franken. Welcome to The Daily Show. I'm your host for the week, Al Franken. I'm the... I'm the ninth guest host so far and the first white male guest host. Feel free to applaud. Uh, We got a great show uh, for you tonight. My friend, Senator Lindsey Graham, is joining me. Yeah. Uh, So let's get into the headlines. You know, last week I was thinking, there's not going to be much news when I host. (laughs) But oh boy, it's going to be an exciting week. If former President Trump is correct, we are on the verge of something unprecedented in American history. A former U.S. president arraigned before a judge facing criminal charges. Over the weekend, Trump claimed he will be arrested tomorrow, indicted by Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg for charges related to hush money payments he made to porn star Stormy Daniels. The only person saying that Donald Trump will be arrested tomorrow is Donald Trump, and Trump's own spokesperson and says that they have not been notified of any pending arrests. Over the weekend, the former president spent his time on his social media platform, Truth Social, urging his supporters to protest and, quote, take our nation back. That's right. According to Donald Trump himself, Donald Trump may actually be indicted this week. And I've I've got just one thing to say about that. Finally! And you know what the best thing about it is? It's happening right here in the greatest city on the planet, New York City! 
This is easy. You guys are great. Aren't you great? Aren't you a great audience? Aren't you the best? Oh, God. God, they love me. And I got to say, who would have ever thought that Donald Trump would be brought down by a porn star? All of us, right? It was pretty, pretty predictable. But yeah, Donald Trump paid Stormy Daniels uh, to keep this story quiet. And here we are still talking about it seven years later. So that would be another failed Trump business venture. Now, if Donald Trump does get arrested, he'll have to go through the normal procedure, the, the perp walk, the fingerprinting, and of course, the mug shot. I certainly hope that the booking officer is respectful and doesn't take advantage of the opportunity to play some, you know, stupid joke. <laughs> Mr. President, this, this'll be your mug shot. So uh, I'm going to snap the photo on the count of three, okay, Mr. President? One. There we go. Hang on. One. Two. Hit the wind machine. Three. Now, as uh, you saw, Trump asked his supporters to come out and protest, and they're already coming up with some fun ideas. Apparently, some Trump fans are talking about preventing Trump's arrests by forming a so-called patriot moat <laughs> around Mar-a-Lago. And I have to ask, who are these people who can <laughs> just leave whatever they're doing to go physically protect Donald Trump. Uh, nurse, uh, you have to find someone else to finish the uh, brain surgery. Uh, the president has summoned me to Mar-a-Lago to be a human moat for him. Of course, many Republican officials are also coming to Trump's defense. House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Lindsey Graham, who will be on the show in a little while, and even Mike Pence appeared on the noose. Uh, sorry. sorry, the news. He appeared on the news to speak up for Trump. But one person who was conspicuously quiet all weekend is Trump's chief rival for the 2024 election, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Trump world put a lot of pressure on him to rally to Trump's defense. So today, he finally did in just a bit of a backhanded way. I don't know what goes into paying hush money to a porn star to, to secure silence over some type of alleged affair. I just, I can't speak to that. But what I can speak to is that if you have a prosecutor who is ignoring crimes happening every single day in his jurisdiction, and he chooses to go back many, many years ago uh, to try to use something about porn star hush money payments, you know, that's an example of pursuing a political agenda. 
Did I mention that this whole thing was about uh, porn star hush money? Because it's about porn star hush money, just to be clear. Porn star hush money. <laughs> DeSantis has it all. Uh, let's move on to some international news because Donald Trump isn't the only leader facing indictment this week. His best friend was also indicted. The extraordinary announcement today about Russia's leader, Vladimir Putin. The International Criminal Court at The Hague issued an arrest warrant for the Russian president for war crimes, implicating him in the abduction of thousands of Ukrainian children during the war. Ukraine's president hailed the move as a historic decision, but the charges are largely symbolic. Over the weekend, Putin made an unannounced visit to a city that Russia seized from Ukraine last year after a brutal battle. In a surprise visit, President Putin drove himself through Russian-occupied Mariupol Saturday, inspecting newly built facilities in what's believed to be his closest tour to the front lines of this war he started. That's right. Charged with war crimes, Putin thought it best to get out of town till things cooled down, so he packed a bag and took off to Mariupol, one of the cities in Ukraine that his army destroyed. He walked around, saw the sights, and shook a lot of hands. The hands we're in a big pile on the edge of town. Putin then laid a wreath at the tomb of the unknown Russian soldier who had no idea why the f he was there. For more on the war, let's go live to Ukraine with Roy Wood Jr., everybody. Yeah, what's going on? Roy, Roy, where are you at this moment? Al, I'm near the front lines, and it has been nonstop shelling. The conditions are brutal. Last week, the Russians destroyed the water treatment plant, so I had to shit my helmet, and I still had to wear it the next day. They only gave you one helmet. Uh -huh. You know, I've been thinking a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking a lot about this. I'm actually thinking of coming over. Come over where? Come over here. Al, Al, Al. with uh, all due respect, brother. Battlefield reporting is not for 71-year-old comedians. <laughs> Leave that to me and Richard Engel from NBC, who, by the way, was the one who told me to poop on my helmet, found out later I could have just shit on the ground. Engel's a liar. <laughs> you just shit well, on the ground. It's war. You can shit where you want. That's well known about Engel. Roy, maybe I'm not being clear. I, I don't want to report on the war. I want to fight. D what? The fighting is the worst part of war. It goes fighting, then small talk with Sean Penn. Why do you want to fight? Roy, I, I was born too late to fight in World War II, and there was no way I was going to go to Vietnam and Iraq and Afghanistan. No thank you. I've been looking for a good war my whole life, so Ukraine may just be the cause that I'm willing to risk it all for, even if it means a hero's death. Why are they clapping for you in the studio, man? The people trying to get you killed. Look, let me give it to you straight, Al. You need it straight. I, I know what you're going to say. You're proud of me. But I, I should first make, make out a will. 
You don't already have a whip? You're 71, Jesus. Look, what I was going to say is that we don't need thrill seekers over here. Oh, you know what? I take offense at that. I'm not a thrill seeking. I, I, I merely want the thrill of standing shoulder to shoulder with the brave fighting men and women of the Ukraine to repel the invaders. God, that would be thrilling. You, you want to stand shoulder to shoulder to the men and women. Al, don't take this the wrong way. But, but physically, you look like the kind of dude that if you was on the subway, a pregnant woman would give you her seat. Respectfully. Respectfully. What, what, what's the right way to take that? You, right, you don't know anything about me. I could withstand any... Jesus! Whoa! That, that was... That was close. Yeah, close to me. Now, this is a regular occurrence over here. This wall. Oh, okay, okay, maybe I could just do something like help evacuate the wounded. Oh, yeah, okay. Do you have any medical training? Well, I just had my fourth colonoscopy. You know, it's... <laughs> it's important to do that regularly. Jesus! We good. Everybody good? Okay, maybe maybe you have a point, Roy. Um, perhaps I can help Ukraine by, you know, uh, I don't know, doing a hard-hitting episode about the war on my podcast. You What's wrong with them people in the studio? Why are they clapping all the time for you, Al? You think you can help the war effort by talking about it for two hours on a podcast? Two hours? Well, not two hours straight. You have to do a lot of ads <laughs> to monetize a popular podcast like the Al Franken podcast. Uh, you know what? You know what? You know what? I changed my mind. Come on over here. Bring, bring, bring your ass on over here. I can get you on the front lines tomorrow. I got to run. I got to go do something. <laughs> Fantastic. Roy Wood Jr., everyone. I'm on my way. We'll be right back with South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Welcome back. Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is the senior senator from South Carolina with whom I served in the United States Senate. Please welcome Senator Lindsey Graham. Well, well, thanks for coming, man. So this is what happens, right? I'm hopeful we'll find some uh, common ground. Yeah, there's always hope. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I think that we've probably got a joke playing, which I think is terrible, but go ahead. Okay, my, my joke was <laughs> that I'm, I'm, my point. I'm thinking that what everyone else is thinking, which is how could the two of us possibly come off good after this. Or either of us. Or either of us. Now, is that funny? No. No. Well, thanks for... Well, well anyway, that, I'm glad to be that's here. That's how you kill a joke. Well... <laughs> by saying... We, we have a joke that I don't think is funny, well, but let's try it. But, you know, anyway, okay. whatever. Good okay, to I'm going to go in the center floor. I don't want to ruin his life. I thought he was a good senator. And that's why I'm here. You thought I, I, I covered I up. You what did you just say? I really yeah. were. Well, we were friends. Yes, um, were. Well, it's it's. There's been a strain are, on it. We are, are friends, but there's yeah. been some strain in terms your of your, part, your politics. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, <laughs> you know. Uh, but let's find some uh, common ground. Uh, for example, uh, Ukraine. We both believe that this is a in the vital interest yeah, of, Putin of the United sucks. States. That's common ground, right? He should be in jail. How about that? Yeah, Maybe well, not so much on Trump, but definitely on Putin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it, uh, Putin's <laughs> slightly more serious, but there's some serious charges against Trump. Uh, okay. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, uh, there are some Republicans, and we uh, mm -hmm. mentioned uh, yeah. Ron DeSantis, the uh, governor, who right. doesn't agree with, with you and me. Well, you know, it's a free country. But let me just say this. If this is not in our vital interest, what would be? To have a guy invade another country, rewrite the map of Europe by force of arms, does this bring back any memories? Sign an agreement, tears it up. And he's uh, gotten an arrest warrant from the ICC, which has done a great job. And they want to arrest him because he's taken Ukrainian children, kidnapped them for their families, and sent them to Russia. Other than that, this doesn't matter to us. I don't want to live in a world where that crap goes on without punishment. I want him to be punished. I want him to be defeated. I want the Ukrainians to kick his ass. And I want China to look and see what's coming their way if they're going to Taiwan. I absolutely agree. And I, and I think President Biden has done an excellent job leading this coalition. And by sharing our intelligence with him at the mm -hmm. beginning, 
getting the coalition together before the war even started. I think you would admit that was yeah, I'm was trying a great to be yeah, I'm trying to be helpful. I think uh, the Ukrainians need F-16s yesterday. I think I would do more on the military front, but we're in it together, right? I want to help the administration where I can. You know, you got Xi and Putin meeting in Moscow. Uh, and that's scary because that's, we don't want them. Well, but you don't want them, together. you know, aligning together. So I'd like to see Russia become a state sponsor of terrorism under U.S. law because anybody that provides material aid to a state sponsor of terrorism, any nation runs into sanctions. And that would make it harder for China it to It would ship make it a lot harder. You would ship the arms to them. So let's make it harder for China to help Russia uh, in a cruel, barbaric endeavor to change the world for the worst. Okay. Now, <laughs> you seem a little critical of Biden for the plane's not being there yet. Yeah, I think and the tank's should, not right. getting there earlier, yeah. or our tank's not there. The yeah. German tanks are, are, are getting Anybody's there. Anybody's tank. Just send a tank. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I want to quote some, some stuff that Trump said. This is what he told uh, a guy named Sean <laughs> Hanitti. Hanitti. I have no idea who he is. Yeah. <laughs> this is what Donald Trump said. This is a war, uh, two weeks after the war started. I could have negotiated. At worst, I could have made a deal to take over something. You know, there are certain areas that are Russian-speaking areas, frankly, but you could have worked a deal. So in other words, Trump at the beginning of the war was saying, like, hey, I could have, I could have yeah. stopped this thing. I could have just given Anybody them. Anybody speaks uh, Russian, stand up, right? Yeah, yeah. And those, yeah. that reminds me of uh, the Sudetenland. Yeah, that reminds me of a lot of things that didn't turn out well. So how about this idea? Uh, in 1994, uh, when we were much younger, uh, the Ukrainians had 1,700 nuclear weapons left over from the Soviet era. Soviet Union collapses. Um, they give back the nukes to Russia with the understanding that their territory and sovereignty will be uh, respected. And it included the Crimea on the yeah. 94 map, okay? So now here's Putin years later tearing that up, claiming things not his, uh, wanting things because people uh, speak some of the language. So why did Trump That's a say such yeah, a stupid thing? Well, I'll, I. <laughs> I, I'm not here to say I agree with that, but when he was president, I thought he did a pretty good job of taking the fight to the terrorists. I really do. He killed, killed Soleimani. He killed Baghdadi. Uh, the Abraham Accords was a big deal. Okay. And uh, there you go. He also kind of was impeached for shaking down Zelensky. Yeah, but... I know on that one you didn't yeah, vote guilty, no, I but... I didn't vote for either one of them, but I'm no. sure there'd be another one coming. Yeah, so... <laughs> I think if... if he's, he's not... Y'all can boo me if you want. This will actually help at home. <laughs> I went to New York and nobody like me is actually the... Well, I can withstand Don't that. you like him? Don't you like him? You're killing yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean... The, I've survived a lot. My, my point is, this is what he's saying. This yeah. is what your guy, that you want yeah. to be president, yeah. said... After the war has started, yeah, I think that's where mistake. my guy, who I want to get reelected, yeah, yeah. had organized the coalition mm -hmm. and started and had stood up and said, no, we're not going to allow this to happen. So I think, uh, yeah, you know, you know. we got 24 election is coming, but I think we got a chance here in the near term, really, with the proper military support 
continued economic assistance to the Ukraine for the Ukrainians to decimate the Russian army in Ukraine. They just need the weapons to do it. And wouldn't that be a great outcome to a very tragic event? It would be. Putin it, lose. And, yeah. and you talk to some of your other Republican yeah. friends on the other side, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I know yeah, you're we, very we close. Spend, yeah, we, tons of time. Yeah. <laughs> But there is I'm a kind to get of a the space later laser taken down, but we'll see how that works. Yeah, that was a Jewish space yeah. laser, but she said it I was. I always thought it'd been funny to have a laser or a yarmulke on it just flying around. <laughs> Apparently, nobody else did. So. <laughs> she has seen it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I think what we, we should do is uh, take a quick break. Okay, and pay the bills. And uh, we'll be right back with uh, Senator Lindsey Graham right after an important message from my pillow guy. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Welcome, welcome back to The Daily Show. We're here with Senator Lindsey Graham. You know, Lindsey, you asked me during the break what I, I'm doing, and part of what I've been doing is uh, uh, the only former U.S. senator currently on tour tour. <laughs> and uh, when the audiences ask me, they say, Who, who's the funniest U.S. senator while you're there? And I always say, Lindsey Graham, and they always hate it because yeah. they're my crowd. <laughs> and then I tell them this when you were running for president in 16. Y'all remember that? Yeah, I remember you had, <laughs> you're what, the only you, ones. You were like 2% at one point. Yeah, that was, I peaked. You, <laughs> <laughs> so one day I go, I go in the Senate bathroom and I turn to you and I say, Lindsay, if I were a Republican, I'd vote for you for president. And you said, that's my problem. <laughs> That's a true story. So, 
you know, when you get our age, you have a lot of time to talk to people in the bathroom. So, uh, and uh, yeah, that was that was my problem in a nutshell. The yeah. Al Franken wing of the Republican Party is not as big as you think it would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's. Um, I hope you make it the rest of the week. By the way, don't you think you'd be a good host? Thank you. Maybe if you have a recess week and you're not going overseas, you could do yeah. it for a week. Well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Okay, let's talk about, uh, uh, you, you said this week that these charges or this uh, right. charges in, in New York might actually help Trump. What do you mean by that? I think with the Republicans it will help Trump because the Cyrus Vance was the previous prosecutor, he looked at this and said, no, thank you. And the U.S. attorney looked at it and said, no, thank you. And this guy comes along, Alvin Bragg, and he's now going to prosecute Trump, taking a misdemeanor to a felony by merging two statutes that have never been used before. It's in New York, and most people on our side think it's a never-ending effort to uh, take a wrecking ball to Trump. So, yeah, I think it'll help him. Okay, well, let's take another state where there might be a wrecking ball coming for him, and that's in Georgia. Yeah, there's Georgia. Yeah. Don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, no, you testified I there. I testified. I was treated well, so I yeah. went there. You know, I wanted to tell you, I didn't do this. I want to say, like, Lindsay, because at first you fought testifying. I said, yeah. just go there, tell the truth, and you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Didn't I? That's what they told me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because you had talked to Raffensperger, and, and part of... Yeah. You know, part of this is he talked to Raffensperger on tape. We've all heard the tape. Yeah. And he said, all I need is 11,780 votes. Uh, one more than we have one is what he said. Have. And then later in the thing said, you better do this. You could get in trouble. You and your lawyer could get in trouble. Now, that that's pretty bad. Well, why don't we wait till it comes out, see what Miss Willis does with the uh, grand jury testimony. If she chooses to indict him, and based on what she says, I'll respond. But New York is the one in front of us, and we'll deal with that one. But we don't even know that, because Trump said it, and it may not be true. <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> but, uh, but you're right. I mean... Okay, let's talk about this, because Trump, okay. in that tape, I remember, said uh, to Ravensburg, I won Georgia by over 400,000 votes. Now, you know he won the uh, he lost the election. You know he lost I the election. I voted to certify the Georgia election for Biden. Yes, I did. Yeah, you voted yeah. to certify. Yes, I did. <laughs> because you would have been crazy not to. I mean, well, the, the that fact... That doesn't mean I can't be in the Senate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, there were a number yeah. of your Republican <laughs> colleagues who did not vote to certify. You know this election wasn't stolen. You no. know that Trump lost the election, No, right? when, when I see Biden, I call him Mr. President. But that's different. <laughs> that's different than acknowledging Well, that I voted on the floor of the Senate to certify the results of the 2020 election. And here's the question for you and maybe others. Uh, Trump's trying to come back. I think he's got a better than good chance of winning the primary and a 50-50 chance of being president again. And, and you got to ask yourself, <laughs> now this is what we all came here for. <laughs> right. So you got to ask yourself, how can that be? Well, yes. But 
here's what I, well, I can ask you to ask Here's what I know about can... this country, about this democracy, right. about our Constitution. Right. The, the, the number one tradition that's meaningful in this country is the peaceful transition of power. Yeah. Right? You voted to certify. Mm -hmm. We, from everything that's come out, we know that Lindsey Powell was lying. Sydney Powell. Sydney, sorry, Sydney Powell. <laughs> uh, Giuliani was lying. That he was told over and over again by his anyone who was, had any credibility, he lost. That there was no Bill Barr. Every, mm -hmm. Everybody, everybody. How then can you want? A guy who allowed us to go through this violent insurrection. Right. Really? To be president again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me just say this. The other side of the story is that when President Trump was president, on the things that I care the most about, national security, I thought he did a damn good job. He got the Abraham Accords, um, which is probably the biggest change in my lifetime in the Mideast, where uh, Arab nations recognize Israel and we're trying to work on Saudi Arabia on the Biden's watch. Uh, he killed Soleimani, who's a guy who should have been killed a long time ago. He secured our border. Uh, he made us energy independent. So I look at the policies of Trump and I like the policies of Trump. And at the end of the day, he's got to prove to people, not me, that he's able to lead us again, and that will be a challenge for him, and that'll be a challenge for Biden to say, give me four more years after the last four. We'll see what happens. Well, <clears throat> I think Biden wins that, but we don't Let's have bet. to say yes. Can we no. bet? Yeah, how much? 20 bucks. <laughs> to be paid here. See, the other eight hosts asked me to come on your show. <laughs> They're trying to knock you out. So, okay. No, uh, <laughs> uh, there'll, be, there'll be a permanent host, and it won't be no. me, but it'll be somebody. And, but, I mean, here's the thing. This, this guy just, well, he, he pardoned all these, these criminals. I mean, and that's who you pardon, I guess. <laughs> but Manafort, Stone, Flynn, and he's going to populate his new administration with crooks if he wins. I'm going to give you my two cents worth. It won't be about what, who he pardoned it about. Can he make things better for the people who feel like things are not going well? Can he secure a broken border? Can he lower inflation? Okay, let's talk Can about the border. Safe? Let's talk about the border. Okay. Uh, you and I worked on, you were one of the mm -hmm. gang of eight yes. in 2013. In every gang you can be in, just about. Yeah. This is in 2013. Right. We passed 68, with 68 votes 68. in the Senate, Go comprehensive the immigration exactly right. uh, camp, uh, uh, reform. Right. Comprehensive immigration campaign uh, uh, reform. And I thought that was a great bill. I did too. And I think we need that. You, you, I've heard you say recently we, we, have, uh, we don't have enough workers in this country. We need immigration reform because we're a declining population, right? People like me, are, I'm not married, I don't have any kids, I'm screwing it up for the rest of you. So the bottom line is that we need to get a workforce that's more reliable, let people come here and work and make it a win-win. We need to secure a border. We need to open up America to, uh, to merit-based immigration from all over the world. 
And I've always believed that. We need to get our debt under control. That's going to take bipartisanship. But get back to the point. You've got to come to grips with the idea. A lot of Americans believe that Trump was a good president, but they don't like what he did or what he said. And this is going to be a real contest in 2024. It will be a real contest, my friend. Well, I think the Florida governor is going to make it a real contest. But in, uh, in yeah, no, we got a deep bench on our side. We have a deep bench. <laughs> and if so do we. Uh, I, I, uh, <laughs> I made I, him speechless. This is a highlight of my life. He's done it. He's done it. <laughs> I just think this guy is, I mean, okay, I'll say it. I just think he's a pathological liar. And I, <laughs> and, yeah. and I don't mean to be harsh because I know he's your friend. Well, it's all and right. A, and a malignant narcissist, and uh, and he he chose some good people to be in his administration at first, but it seemed like as those guys went, those men and women went, he brought in worse and worse people, and I just uh, I I don't know how the American people are going to reelect this well, guy. I, I understand the MAGA voters. But are it's still not loyal. just about MAGA voters, because don't take this wrongly. He can survive your criticism. <laughs> He's going to be, Al Franken is down on Trump, is not the end of Trump. So here's what's going to happen. If Biden doesn't secure our border quickly, the people who took over Afghanistan are going to come back our way. We're living on borrowed time between the rise of radical Islam in Afghanistan and a you're, you're completely open border. The Taliban is going to provide I'm saying cover ISIS for Al Qaeda. Yeah, again, that's what General Corley said. Yes, that's what he said two days ago, three Crowley. days ago. Okay, well, uh, detail. You know, <laughs> Obama started against ISIS. Trump, it was finished during the Trump administration. Although I don't like the way Trump sold out the Kurds. Well, he, there, we still have troops there. No, he wanted to get out, but I went and said, uh, you know, they'll come back. Mr. President, the Kurds, the Syrian Democratic And forces, also didn't... But he left them in. Trump wanted to leave Afghanistan sooner. Yeah, but uh, he didn't, and Biden did, and I went to Biden, and I went to Blinken and Sullivan and said, if you'll keep a force there, I'll stick with you, give you whatever support I can from the right. But they chose poorly. So this election is going to be a big deal election about national security, uh, how we're doing here domestically, how safe are we, how prosperous are we. You know, this whole defund the police stuff blew up in Democratic friends' face. And we'll see what happens in that 2024. Was not, that was not something that any percentage uh, of Democrats really believed in. That was actually the Minneapolis City Council who did that <laughs> after George Floyd and uh, put out a thing to defund the police. That was... I know there's nothing funny going on right now, but it is important between me. Listen, I know you, you, you think Trump's horrible for the country, and a lot of people believe that he can fix the problems that we're suffering under now. But here's the good news. We'll have an election, and they will decide. Yep. That's it. That's the way it's supposed to work. Yes. Thank you, Graham, everybody. Witness.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Well, that's our, that's our show for tonight. But before we go, please consider supporting HIAS. HIAS, they are a nonprofit that provides humanitarian aid to Ukrainian refugees, mostly women, children, and, and the elderly. And this helps the soldiers fighting the war know that their families are safe and well taken care of. So please, if you can, donate at the link below. Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now.